With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If I told you I found you a perfect match. Chosen by science, but you had to marry them right this second. You would tell me, well, that sounds pretty whack. And I would add you having weeks to know if you really love them. You just got married at Chasing in Asia, gonna tell you wrong from right. Are all these couples just disasters waiting to happen? Imagine if one of them could be a perfect match. Welcome to A Perfect Match, where today we will be talking about Married at First Sight, Season 17, Episode 18. I am one of your hosts, Jason Reed. With me is a woman who would never groom her babies, like Michael did one of his. Asia Welch. Asia, how are you? I'm doing well, and that's a very valid point. Maybe if I groomed them myself, they might end up looking like that because I wouldn't know what I'm doing. But, you know, they that, they have people. That was legit scary. Like, I, <laughs> I saw it once, and I was like, whoa, the heck is that? They and said, then we're they gonna kept, keep that camera on. They kept showing the cat because they know that thing is is crazy looking. They're like, what, what? Let's take a look at that again. In case y'all missed it the first two times, let's get it again. I was like, ah, and it was a jump scare every time. I was like, get off screen, please. It's gonna, it's gonna chase me in my dreams. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was a sight to see. But I will say, I know we're about to podcast. We're about to like get ready to podcast mm-hmm. about this episode, right? But I think I'm gonna take a few days. I'm going to take a beat. I think you need it too. Um, and I just need to reset. You know, I'm an introvert. So you knew I need to reset and, you know, get myself together before we podcast because I'm an introvert, right? So, you know, if I take a few days, I, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, leave the Spice Girls like this to come, you know, they're downstairs right now. So I can't leave them and then go back and leave it. It's too much. It's way too much. Um, I- Okay, um, that's totally fine with me and not um, playing into my insecurities of being left at the altar before um, at all. Um, so it's totally fine. I'm not worried at all that you'll never come back. Um, I hope you have um, a great time. Let me uh, uh, let me walk you to the door. <laughs> that was wild. Uh, let me send you some pictures. Yeah, they no, want to see no, them. We're still here. Right. Still in the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you to come back and seeing i was chloe jason was michael just in case y'all did not watch this episode i know there are a lot thank of y'all you. out there thank you thank you <laughs> right. taking my bow for reacting <laughs> it was it was hard to even like 
say like I'm an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> Those words just can't come out of your mouth. It's just like what an extrovert. <laughs> um, but yes, <laughs> we are here to talk about episode 18. Um episode 19 looks amazing. So Yeah. Can we just <laughs> skip over this one and go to that one? How about that? Like as an extra treat, they should have just shown us this episode as well this week. Yes. This was a this was a, a this is honestly kind of a slog to get through uh, a little yeah. bit. It was because I feel like it wasn't anything new. Um, mm-hmm. and it's the same issues that we've heard. We didn't really move the needle like we wanted next week, though. Ooh, We're going on a journey. I I wanted on after party. I wanted Rudy to be like, "Wait, what was that?" <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know if they see the actual preview for the next episode because yeah, they don't react so, enough. Yeah, sometimes Rudy's so generic every time. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait for next week." Just like the polls. Wow, never would have guessed that. <laughs> I never would have guessed everyone would have picked C. And listen, to their credit, they always try to keep it a continuity. They they have her do the same things every week with that the same uh stuff she's got on for the after party. Yeah. It seems like it seems like right before they bring in whoever's on after party, they're like, okay, Rudy, so let's do the we poll. Gotta, we gotta do our poll thing. She's like, oh my god, okay. Um, wow, wouldn't have guessed that one. You guys picked D. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Could you're be giving me. her too you're giving her too much. She doesn't even say the letter, she just is like, <laughs> wow. That was crazy. That surprised me. <laughs> it's just like, oh, be a little more natural, Rudy, please. They really oh try. They really try to these. Like, they, you know, on after parties, Rudy says, you know, how? Wh- what are you guys? You know, what's the reactions to you guys out there on the streets? At this point, I'm pretty sure the viewing public has seen probably two episodes by the time mm-hmm. they take this. Michael's like. Yeah, everybody's really just stuck on that first marriage. That's because that's the only marriage we knew at that point, Michael. Nice, not good one. Good job. Like no one knows Chloe. Yeah, no one ever wants to talk to me about Chloe. So I don't know who the heck. Imagine they ask that on the episode when Chloe's on. She's like, "Hey, what? What's the reception?" Chloe's like, "No one knows." I haven't me got yet. anything. <laughs> just life is the same. Man. Uh, but yes, thank y'all so much for being here uh, and listening. Uh, we hopefully will have a lot of fun with it. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed. We can get all of the podcasts for Married at First Sight, as well as Love is Blind. Jason and Mary are killing it. Can't wait to listen to the one y'all dropped yesterday for week two. That's just not, it's just not the same without you, AJ. It's just not the same. <laughs> y'all are killing it. Y'all don't need me. <laughs> I mean, um, you had Isaiah was, on. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, we we got to outnumber Mary this time instead of me and Isaiah going toe to toe with you and Mary. Me and Isaiah got to team up against Mary and just bombard her with bad. Yeah, just bombard <laughs> her with bad takes. <laughs> She's like, ah, stop oh, it! My God. I'm trying to reason. So much nonsense, <laughs> right? Um, but yes, make sure y'all go subscribe to Love at First Sight for you wherever you get your podcast. We're going to shout out and leave us a five star rating and review. We really appreciate the feedback. Um, so the first one, we're going to highlight a couple. So the first one I'll highlight is from M- SMCE Voister. It says, Put a, puts a smile on my face. I love listening to the banter. I don't actually watch the show. LOL. I just enjoy listening to Asia and Jason review it. They are facetious and funny, and I have a smile on my face throughout the whole podcast, except when I'm outright laughing. Also, they are really insightful about relationships. <laughs> we just, 
listen. Why is that funny? I'm not because... psyched about relationships. You, you are the expert here. I'm not a relationship expert. What do you mean? I should be on this freaking show. I'm just, I just have opinions. No, <laughs> no expertise. Um, listeners will get a lot of feedback about problematic problematic behaviors. Hey. Go look at go listen to Love is Blind. That's where oh. the problematic behaviors are. Honestly, I didn't think I would be a you know someone t- calling people out for their problematic behaviors, uh, you know, at a certain point in my life. Uh, I've definitely grown and evolved uh, from you know who I used to be. So thank you so much for that. SMC evolution. Look at the growth. Look at the uh, maturing and adulting I've done. Right. God. Uh, and then um, the next one's from Robin Vaughn, the RV. I love it. First podcast. I enjoy this pod so much. I don't even watch the show anymore. We're, we're seeing a theme, you guys. <laughs> Call us lifetime. We can get people back into your show. <laughs> um, Jason and Asia are so entertaining for a show that has gotten out of pocket. Robin Vaughn, the RV. I love that. The RV. Robin Vaughn. Love that name. That's like a, a famous name. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the first one I'm going to do is from Events by Ashanta. I, I like the shout out of the uh, of the business there. Entitled mm-hmm. uh, "Love Y'all." Uh, the pod is so fun, and the community that comes with it has been the best. Thank you all for doing the hard work of watching all this mess. <laughs> Listen, it's 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 a hard task. Someone's <laughs> got to do it. I mean, there's no uh, there's no other mass podcast out there. So we really took it upon ourselves to be the only one out there in the in the atmosphere. So we're doing right, this for right, y'all. Right, right. Y'all need someone to talk about this show. It might as well be us. And we are the only ones talking about it. Don't get it twisted. Uh, the start next... a war. A war? A war with who? Did y'all hear about the Merit of First Sight podcasters? Oh, there's some beef. Somebody on TikTok. <laughs> so there's t- three podcasts. <laughs> They all talk about Married at First Sight, but there's this guy, Jason, who thinks that others don't exist. Thanks. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So the other one I'm going to do is from Virgo Queen. Uh, It's entitled What a Ride. Uh, These shows are insane. I have so much fun listening to the pod. The pod, though, and knowing that I'm not alone in my reactions to the shenanigans. Also, the Facebook community is top tier. Look at that. Facebook community getting shouted out. I said at the moment, Asia had some beef with me. Pre pre podcast because I'm no letting beef. all these I'm letting all these loves blind people just come into our community and you know just flood the page loves blind stuff now she knows how I felt last year okay <laughs> no I'm just I was just a little confused because I haven't listened to the podcast yet and I was like what's what's with all these love is blind passwords coming in <laughs> hey the people the people need to talk about this show. They need to, they need a Facebook group to do it in. So we're gonna let them borrow our, our we're gonna let them borrow our Facebook group for a while. We're gonna get a probably a mass exodus when the Love's Blind uh you know uh fervor wears off in like a few weeks. Because the thing about Love's Blind is Love's Blind is hot, red hot for when it's on, and maybe like a week after. And the week Guys, after Love's Blind is over, take a beat. Isn't this a weird situation here? So this is a guy who oh don't mention love is blind that uh, what is that other show now look and look at your tune has changed um i mean yeah people grow um, i'm on the show no it's not growth it's because i'm on the show now so i get to talk about it 
But no, Love's Blind will be probably done and dusted a week after the finale comes out. That's usually how it is. We forget all about them until that after the altar comes out. We're like, oh yeah, you remember them? They didn't even do an after the altar for season five. That's how bad it was. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they said Uh, they probably filmed it. Was like, never mind. Yeah, we're not. We're not even just gonna worry about this. (laughs) Delete it. Uh, Oh oh my gosh, Milton and Lydia being boring. We don't need. Oh, yeah, they could. That could be a TikTok. Yeah. Like catching um, up with them. Enough, enough. Love is blind, Shang. Enough love is blind. Talk. That's not what y'all are here for. Well, speaking, it was a nice segue because the mm-hmm. review talked about the Facebook group. So make mm-hmm. sure y'all go join the Facebook group. Yes. Look up a perfect match podcast right now. The password is recovering people pleaser. Oh my gosh, Michael! You know <laughs> you're a people pleaser. You know I'm a recovering people pleaser. <sighs> Chloe, <stop it. laughs> I I just feel like. She may want to be a recovering people pleaser, um, but she's not yet. She Listen, she was a people uh, let her downer in this episode, I felt <laughs> like. So she's definitely not a people pleaser anymore. So she she's uh, shed that moniker. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, go join the Facebook group. Would love to have you. Um, if you see some love is blind chatter, it'll go away in a couple weeks. I mean, come on. Uh, what percentage of the people that watch Rare First Eye do you think are watching those blinds? It's got to be in the 90s. Oh, for sure. 95%, I would think. Uh, there was somebody in the face. I, I don't have their name. There was somebody in the YouTube comments for Love is Blind. It's like, I don't, I watch, I'm a mass fan. I don't watch those blinds. What, what is this? It's like, where? <laughs> I know, I know they're, I know they're watching, listening to this. Like, where, where have you been? Like, <laughs> <laughs> What channel like, does that come on? It, no, I do think that's what they said. And somebody else in the YouTube comments like, um, it's on Netflix. <laughs> like, where have you been? It's been like uh, how many years? Four or five years of love for six Blind? seasons. They've they've pushed out more seasons than there have been years since it premiered, and it's yeah. just wildly right. successful. Like, there are people on TikTok talk are talking about this season that I have never and because obvious people are like, oh. They're talking about it, and then I'm like, oh, I didn't know they watched Love is Blind. Why would I think I know what they watch? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to check myself. I'm like, oh, I didn't know she watched Love is Blind. Like, I know. Why would I think about her watching Habits? <laughs> okay. See, that's the thing. That's the thing with Tic Tac. You start thinking you know everybody. You start thinking you're their best friends. <laughs> and you get let down. Yeah, parasocial relationships. Yeah, that's why, that's why um, I don't get involved in the Tic Tac and the Insta, in, Insta face or whatever it is. <laughs> what are you, 80? Huh? <laughs> Holy smokes! <laughs> Holy yeah, cow. let's talk. Let's talk about this episode. Um, episode eighteen. Yeah, who do you want to start with? Uh, let's do Becca and Austin. Um, they had they had a big <laughs> at that sigh. <laughs> they had they had a, they had one of the biggest segments of the episode, and uh, we kind of still going round and round about you know in this whole intimacy and all this stuff. Can we go back to religion? It's been a while since it's <laughs> a religion topic. Can we just get back to that one? Because this is driving me nuts. Look, can we circle back yeah. to because... can, we, can we just let the intimacy one rest for a minute? It's gotten, I, we've it's exhausted getting really it. tired. Like just let, just let it sit down for a while and, and pick up its wind, and then we get back to religion part. part okay? if y'all, yeah, if you've been listening, you know I've been with Becca in how she is feeling and how she's not feeling desired, and I feel like she's very validated in voicing that because it's important to her. Um, and I don't feel like you know. Uh, I don't feel like she's being too harsh on Austin for wanting to progress their relationship because she's not asking 
for sex specifically. Of course, she would love to have it, but she's just asking for the bare minimum. But I have reached the point. <laughs> like, uh, are we girl, still talking you gotta about let it go. <laughs> He don't want it. Because <laughs> at this point, it's like, what are you fighting for if you have you have driven this po- point home continuously in every episode? Okay, so it got, it. you know, at this point, it's probably every other day in their world. Mm-hmm. And nothing has changed. Maybe he's just not the guy for you. Yeah, I begin to think that is definitely the case. Um, so we start out. And uh, important note, we, we do see 12 days to decision day as, as we start out this episode. Mm-hmm. We so end this episode with, what, seven days until decision day? Yeah, we we, we took we took a chunk of time off of this thing. Um, I feel like they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to, we need to start speeding this up because uh, this is getting a little much. <laughs> getting a little much. Um, Next episode is going to be like, well, decision day is tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No one's no one's even going to be around to be like I'm going to say goodbye to you before I go to decision day, like you know how we get that most most seasons like all right well I'm heading out see you tomorrow on decision who's, day yeah, with their luggage there's going to be no one left everyone's <laughs> already living separately right there's going to be no one to say goodbye to Brennan's going to Brennan's just going to leave the apartment not even say anything to Emily he's just going to leave like no goodbye <laughs> no nothing like. Everyone else is going to be stuck. I mean, we see some stuff that for next episode. It's there you go. Okay. I right. do. It, uh, I, okay. I know we need to, talk, we need to talk about mm-hmm. Beck and Austin, but we just, th- we have not been in this bad of shape in a season. Like there's always at least one couple that's like, okay, they may be boring or they may be like Brianna and Vincent where it's like, okay, they have their little, they have their little hicc- hiccups, but we never doubted that they were going to make it. Like, mm-hmm. I know there have been seasons, like the Houston season. We know that Jose and um, Rachel Rachel didn't make it, but we at least knew, like, okay, they're they're probably going to try to see it through to decision day, like through well, decision day. And by the end of that season, we had hope for Mila and Gil. We were like, okay, yeah. Mila and Gil are like our couple now. Like that's- They're, they're going to move in together. Uh-huh. Yeah. This season is just like, who? Who do we have hope for? No one. Not a, not a damn body. Not a damn body. <laughs> like at this point, give Dr. Pia a camera crew. I just want to see what she's up to on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> like, show us a you know inside look into Dr. Pia's life because anything else would be more interesting than just constantly going over the same issue with every single couple every episode. We got to pivot. Let's pivot. Let's uh let's 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 figure something else out. Because <laughs> right. let's go back a, to the drawing ain't board. It. Ain't it? Right. Can we pick up? Can we pick up more couples? Like I know there's a couple. Like <laughs> I know they're going to be right behind Michael and Chloe. But let's let's put some more fresh meat in there. Let's let's just ditch these old ones and get some new ones in there. Do right. something. Can they make some friends? Yeah. And then the friends come hang out. Like we just need some. We're let's, begging. Let's, match, let's rematch Lauren. Okay, we'll see. We'll watch that. Sure. Yeah. yeah, let let Lauren and Michaels just hang out as friends a few let's times. Just a, let's just be around each other, each other's orbit, and see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Like those wolves last episode. We're gonna we're gonna get them to apartments next to each other, and we'll just see we'll just see what happens. Maybe they'll maybe they'll really come around on their own. Yeah, give them some fun friend activities yeah. to get to know each other as friends, and then oh, what's gonna happen? I don't know. Oh man! Uh, all right. Anything so about, than what we're about, what we're talking about right now. Let's, let's talk about this fresh, this fresh dumpster fire that is Becca and Austin. Because this, this in a few, in a, in a scope of a few episodes, has really turned, has yeah, really soured. Um, so when we pick up with Becca, she is at her place 
And she tells us, yeah, I'm staying at my place. I stayed at my place last night because uh, there's a situation yesterday. We I were said, driving. what? Y'all just got back from the retreat. We, we, just had a, we just had a fun wolf date where we're like, okay, we're like the wolves. We're, we're, we're like them. But no, she tells us on the way out of the wolf sanctuary, Austin was buying a few things from the gift shop. And we got into a little dispute because I tried to help him with his bag. I said, that's not the whole story. I wasn't back up. I feel like you're I feel like you're really putting a, a chair on top of this on top of this crap Sunday. It's like I was just trying to help him with his bag. He got mad at me. I uh, started hum, grumbling under his breath like he likes to do. I was just trying to help him, and then that led to the on the drive on the way on the way home having more miscommunication. And then he admitted that this past week he's really been questioning if things will work between us. It's like I just don't understand why this is coming up now and why he hasn't brought it up before. She says, man, you know, we just, we really need some help because we're just not doing well right now. I said, okay. I said, <laughs> I said, good, okay. I said, good, uh, good luck. Cause no one's, no one, no one's helping you. No one's coming to help. And when, uh, and wouldn't you know it, this show pulled out the big guns. They pulled out Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, who been, who been chilling. I don't know where they brought her out. All right. Pe- Dr. Pepper. Listen, we, we have no more resources. You are needed. Come on in. It's at this point that they might as well. Dr. Pepper entered the room. Hi, I'm Becca. Hi, I'm Austin. Because mm-hmm. he, Dr. Pepper is so out of the loop at this point. I'm no amount to... of recap she can get is enough. I'm trying to think if she has visited with them this season. And I honestly don't know. Um, we had Dr. Pia a couple times. We had Pastor Cal once, I think. And I just can't, I can't put my finger on it. Maybe she, she probably has. Okay. Probably at some point earlier in the season has met with them, but who did she sit at the bar? No, that was, um, that was, uh, Emily and Brittany. There was someone she sat at their like counter at their kitchen with them. Maybe it was them. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. So we, we, we come to their apartment right before the visit. Becca, they're sitting on the couch and Austin's like, Hey, um, you want to, you want to, you want to talk about it? You want to, you want to, you want to, you want to do, you want to do something? She's like, she's like, no, I just, I just want to wait for the expert. She's like, she's snuggled up on the couch. She's like, can I, uh, can I snuggle up behind you? She's like, no. <laughs> As he looks at the camera after he says it. <laughs> like I tried. <laughs> oh, see, she's rebuffing me now. She's rejecting me. She says, no, I need my space right now. <laughs> And so Pastor Cal and Dr. Which, Pepper gets Yeah, read the room, Austin. Yeah, like, bro. What? Read the Y'all room. He's like, the- <laughs> he's like, no, camera, camera on. I have to snuggle. That's the thing. The camera's on, so I have to pretend like I'm but nope, dude. You're, you're in a fight right now. Like that's <laughs> right. That's what's happening right here. He's been talking to Brennan too much. He said, and mm-hmm. action. <laughs> yeah. Uh so in a confessional, Austin says, you know, our issues are just really snowballing. And the things doing right now, the things that we were doing at first uh, just aren't working anymore. And now we're kind of doing poorly with all with all that stuff we used to be good at. So Dr. Pepper comes in. She says, listen, from what I hear, there's a genuine connection between you two. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're here to help you try and solve uh, the issues that, you, that you're having right now. Um, she says, you know, Becca just says that our communication just has not worked lately. Neither of us feel heard. And uh, she has been having a more difficult time than she's really let on. And she doesn't want to hurt him, but it's been really hard. 
and she brings up the wolf uh sanctuary visit again she says yeah we you know i tried to help him get his stuff in the back and then he started getting you know all grumbly with me and even the ladies at the counter noticed that he was mumbling under his breath i was like oh what, what, what are these ladies say like <laughs> did she give him the side eye like how, why are you talking to your wife like that sir they probably just made a face it was like very mm-hmm. clearly they couldn't avoid this tension Mm-hmm. So then Austin's like, Austin tries to give his side of the story. He says, "Listen, I we, I was buying some trinkets from the from the Wolf Sanctuary store, and they were going to put in a bag for me. But Becca interjected and said I didn't need a bag. That we can just put the stuff in the other bag we already had." He said, "I really felt micromanaged in that moment. I felt pushed to the side." Now, I know what happened. Okay, I think we all probably know what happened. Austin bought a new hat. <laughs> from the wolf sanctuary that had like a little wolf on her or something had like little wolf ears maybe and he wanted a fresh bag for it because he didn't want this nice new crisp hat to get smashed into all the other bags with all the He's other like, stuff squish it yeah he wanted his nice new crisp hat to stay nice and crisp in its own little bag so he could get it home and put it on his little wall without being all crumpled and wrinkled. But Becca and her soccer mom energy is like, no, we don't need you, baby. Just put it in this bag. Come on. We already got a bunch of bags. Just put it in this one. He's like, just let me put it in its own separate bag. <laughs> Leave me alone. Because it's not about the bag. It's about, well, with your example, it is specifically about the bag. <laughs> but this feeling he has of being micromanaged it's way deeper. Like this is how he's been feeling in their relationship and has failed to bring it up because he just, just wanted to just be passive aggressive in these specific situations when it is happening rather than addressing the issue head on and like, Hey, this is how I feel when you do this. And so it's kind of like that because he hasn't been being vocal, it's just building up. Mm-hmm. And so for them, it's like, Oh, this is, this, for her it's like this this is a necessary thing this was such a small thing like i was just trying to help him where it's for him he's like she's always trying to dictate what i'm doing mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like she's way always deeper. butting in telling me what i should do telling me where to put my stuff and it really gives like to continue the wolf metaphor it's almost like she's the alpha and he's just like he's feeling like the beta here mm-hmm. maybe but he i mean Austin kind of gives beta energy, to be honest. Mm. Like, I don't know if I don't know what relationship Austin's going to be the alpha in, but I can't really see it in my head. But maybe His he's mom kind of gives alpha. Oh, that's very true. That is very true. Uh, so maybe he's having like trauma flashbacks. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, she's too much like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, Becca says, "Uh, yeah, you were you were pretty dismissive and, and combative. He's, you even said to me, direct quote, I don't like being told what to do.'" And, you know, he says it makes her shut down and it's, and then it seems like she is the problem and their fights always lead to days and nights of rejection. And then even when she tries to flirt with him, she gets swatted away and laughed at and, you know, she deals with it so well, she doesn't even tell him most of what is bothering her. And at this moment, she's got these just super glassy eyes and she's just like, almost like it's all being welled up in her eyes. It's all just going to come pouring down. She is so distraught in this moment. It's It's pretty sad to see. But it I, is I, really, I mean, because it, if, like, it's more than just that moment. She's just frustrated. It's finally just coming to a head. She's so frustrated with where they are, so frustrated with 
having to reiterate her needs over and over and over and not being heard. And then things just keep happening and keep happening. And so it's just like those tears were, what are we, 12 days from decision day? Four oh, weeks. What? I, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, I can't that fast. That's, well, okay, uh, that's like two 68 weeks. Days. Eight, 68 six days. Six weeks. So, okay, yes. So it was like basically six weeks of heartache that she's been this just been building it's just slowly been building and that's why like i was getting so for i know we're not there yet but i was getting so frustrated with dr cal saying don't this is one week. uh he's pastor cal let's not give him uh any bona fides <laughs> that he did not earn okay dr he's, pastor cal he's, he's still just he's still just a pastor okay let's let's not give him the doctor title <laughs> Well, with Pastor Cal, in a minute, he says, don't, you know, don't, don't just let one week be the reason for you to feel this way. It's not one week. So, and she, she also comes back at Dr. Pepper too, when Dr. Pepper says something. And when we get to it, I want to definitely highlight it because it, she's, she's fed up. Yes. Um, but I will say, she says in this, in this conversation many times, she's like, I, and I haven't even told you all the half of it. Well, why haven't you? Like, Come on, <laughs> come out with it. Like, stop, stop. We're all ears. Yeah, let's go. Even, even on after party, Rudy was like, okay, you want to share? Because she was like, oh, yeah, there's just all these, like, there were so many things that confused me about him wanting to uh, not have sex in our relationship yet. And Rudy's like, do you want to share some of those? <laughs> He's like, well, well I yeah. want to respect his privacy. Well, yeah, because Rudy's like... um, you know, he told us on after party a few after parties ago that he waits three to six months to have sex. And, and Becca's like, well, he didn't tell me that. He told me literally the opposite of that. And some of the things that I heard him say made me even more confused about why he's not moving forward. And he's like, oh, pray tell. <laughs> you know, right. let, let me know. And she's like, oh, no, I, I couldn't. He, I want to respect his privacy. Well, why'd you bring it up there? Why'd why you say did that? you even utter those words? Those are, those are all those people <laughs> that we hate. On Facebook and other social media platforms, tic tac and is the face. That's like, oh, man, I'm having such a tough time. It's just such been a rough day. We're this like, has oh, been man. the worst day of my life. And then the yeah. comment, what happened? Just pray for me. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Like, then don't say it then. <laughs> or they just never comment. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> you brought that much. Yeah. So Pastor Cal says, you know what, guys? This this is fixable. Austin's like, oh, is, is it? it? He <laughs> literally it? said, is it? At that if moment. Any, if anybody is, def- like, that alone, those two words showed how defeated he is. At that moment, everybody should have just packed it up and said, all right, <laughs> y'all go back to your houses because he obviously <laughs> don't want to work on this. Let me take off my mic. <laughs> yeah, here's my mic. He obviously does not want this to work because he is done, okay? He is he's out the door, okay? Is it? Is it though? <laughs> I feel like it's not. Austin, are like you serious? Not. Are you serious? Uh, Cal, Cal asks what it is. Cal says, "All right, Becca, you you you're talking all this talk. We're gonna we're gonna confront the Facebook, uh, you know, people. So what 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 is it you're not saying, Becca? Just say it." Becca says, "Well, when the cameras go away, he isn't into the intimacy thing as much as he says he, he isn't is. down to play. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's not as into it as he says he is on camera." I said, that's it. I could have told you that. I know that. <laughs> right. Uh, so he says, uh, and and this and this guy, as if is it wasn't enough. He then says, well, just because it's on, ca- just because it's only on camera doesn't mean it's not real. 
you don't get it. You don't understand, Austin. She is saying that you are play acting for the cameras. That's what she's saying. You're not beating the charge. <laughs> it's like, uh. it just doesn't. It it can't. I don't know if it's he can't read read the room or he is just not registering. Mm-hmm. Like he's not hearing her. It's I don't know what how he's perceiving what the issue is. He's very he's very. We've called out his immaturity before. And that might be part of this. Um, you know, I, I maybe he's just so aloof and just unrecognizing things that it's just it's not it's not connecting somewhere in there. Yeah. He does tell it like listen, you know I'm committed. Uh it's just the timing, just a lot of times isn't right. But it seems like everything has changed, maybe due to the you know, the physical intimacy not being where you want it to be, and it just feels like everything is snowballing. Uh Becca says she doesn't. She doesn't. So he's so Cass is no Pepper says, well, it seems like he really wants to fight for a relationship. And Becca said, oh, really? Where? Where? I have seen no fight. Out of this, she said, this is what she said. It. Dr. Pepper is like gathering what she has just heard. And she mm-hmm. says, well, it seems like you want to fight for it. Talking to Austin. And it seems like you're discouraged. Talking to Becca. <laughs> oh no, Dr. Pepper, you got it all twisted up. I have not. I know you ain't been here. I know that you are not aware. <laughs> but we are just going round and round in a circle, okay? Because this is just not happening. Uh, and she says, I, I don't see him fighting for it at all. And it, she says, what he's saying right here is different than what happens off camera. And I'm at a total loss. I said, okay, Becca. I didn't even. It. Right. And I'm glad she did because I actually didn't even get that much try out of what he was saying here. No, not <laughs> at all. Like, is unless, it? unless they left it on the cutting room floor, he wasn't putting in much. Oh, I want to save this marriage. Is it? It's not fighting. Is it? It's not fighting <laughs> for your marriage because it feels like it's over. <laughs> I feel like we should just like all go our separate ways. That's what that feels like to me. And that does not feel like fighting. Um, it's like you're you're like you start the podcast today you're like asia actually today we're gonna go under an hour I'm like are, are we are we because that's not our thing what <laughs> we do oh really yeah. <laughs> wishful thinking um so dr pepper tells austin listen if a woman doesn't feel sexually desired it's going to be corrosive and that angst she said angst. She said angst. angst. I was like, you, and that made me want to look up the word and see if there are different pronunciations because what? I said, are you Michael and making up words now? Is that what you're doing? What are you doing? Right. The angst. No. She says the angst and the sadness comes from not feeling wanted enough. Uh, Becca then brings up. Which Becca has been reiterating since the very moment they've been together. Dr. Perry has not been not paying attention. At the, she has not been paying attention at the production meetings when they, when they when they update her on what's happening. Dr. Pepper's like, oh, that could be supposed to be desired. They do, they do these production meetings over Zoom, and she's just like, she's like she doesn't she doesn't turn her camera on. Like, uh, Dr. Pepper, can you turn your camera on? Um, no, I'm not decent. And just like, she she mutes the Zoom and just like play on her phone. She's, just, she's playing she's playing Candy Crush. <laughs> It's like, hold on, I'm almost at level 1,000. Right. Was that was that Dr. Pepper? Uh, 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 I mean, uh, some of these couples are on level 1,000. <laughs> the ad pops up. <laughs> She's not on mute. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she, she, 
You just hear Love is Blind on the background. <laughs> you watch her while the meeting's going on. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Jimmy's about to beat Jessica. <laughs> just one second. So Dr. Pepper brings up the, you know, if a woman doesn't feel desire, it's going to be corrosive. Yeah, no crap. Duh. Um, so Becca then is like, uh, yeah, I mean, but at the times, even at the times where I ask him to make me feel more wanted, he goes and decides he wants to sleep in a football player's room instead of, you know, with me. And I was like, yeah, but he was a pretty big football player. And and, <laughs> and Dr. Pepper and Pascal bust out laughing in this man's face. They're, They're like, like, wait, are you serious? Really? For, for real? He's like, yeah, yeah, I know it's silly. <laughs> like, what are you, five? <laughs> they don't say that, but they might as well have. They may, their, their faces said it. Uh, because uh, my thing is, you, the, the, the simple solution is, why didn't he just say, we should go stay there? Uh, listen, I told you to come if she wanted to, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that That's would be the best her. invite ever. Yeah. Uh, so Cass, Cass is, well, was, uh, w- w- were you drinking? Was there alcohol involved? Becca was like, yeah, but that's not an excuse. <laughs> like, and why would he like purposely get himself drunk if he claimed he wanted to get intimate? Pepper was Which like, is funny. Yeah. We talked about that. Cause we were like, okay, mm-hmm. if he, if he was drunk and he wasn't in the mood, okay. But he knew that that was the plan. So you take those actions to not get drunk. Take it easy because mm-hmm. you have plans later. Pepper says, yeah, well, that was really not putting your wife first, Austin. He says, yeah, it was definitely a mistake. It was not intentional. Uh, but but I did apologize. Becca's, Becca's got a haymaker just waiting, waiting around the corner for him what to say. He, she, she was waiting for him to say that. And she hit him right with it. She was like, yeah, only because you were prompted to by a producer. Austin's like, oh, They gosh. said, wait a second, Becca. We can't be, we can't do that. You're, you you're have, breaking the you fourth have, wall. You have broken the fourth wall into a thousand little pieces here. We are just, we're all standing here buck-ass naked behind this fourth <laughs> wall. You've just broken it down. Everyone is seeing all of our stuff now. She's like, yeah, only because he was prompted to by a producer. And Austin's face is like, oh, so we're, we're we're going there. Uh, he's like, <laughs> he's just like, I, I mean, I, that, that that wasn't, he's like, that, it, it wasn't the first time. It, it, that, that wasn't. Like, okay, Austin, we, we believe you. <laughs> Pepper says, "Listen, can you accept that he's sorry, and you know he he that and that he really means it?" She says, "Yeah, but I'm questioning everything, and that's just one example of him blocking uh, blocking her intimacy." Pepper says, "Well, you know what? I know the solution. I know what I know what will fix this. Let's prioritize intimacy." Becca's like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, time out." <laughs> I'd have heard this three times already from Pia. She's like, you know what we can do starting today? <laughs> Let's prioritize. I know no one else has suggested this, but I think you guys really need to just like put intimacy first. Like Becca has had enough. She's, she's like, no, 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 no. Pia already did this. This is a rerun. You're just doing the same thing Pia did and that didn't work. We got, we, we were given homework assignments by Pia. He didn't do them. And Austin's, Austin's like, well, it just it just feels like it's never enough. And even if I do it now, you're only going to say I did it for the cameras. So, um, Cal says, listen, do you do you do you actually want because they're on camera twenty four seven? What like why are you not like you can show effort off camera, Austin? Mm-hmm. It's possible. <laughs> Let me tell you, you you're not Toy Story. You don't 
you know, go he limp just, if the cameras are away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't come down when people are, are pre- when the cameras are come around. Like that's not what happens. <laughs> Cal, Cal asked, asked Austin, like, do you want this? Do you, do you want to? He's like, yes, I want to do this. I'm really trying, but it never seems like it's good enough. And he asked Becca, do you want this marriage? She says, you know, I'm just really in my head right now. And I wanted it so badly up until this past week. Kyle says, listen, don't judge a relationship by this small segment. It's not a small segment. It's been the whole thing. It's been the whole thing. It's been the issue the whole time. Literally. Dr. Pepper says, listen, um, it's it's wise just really back away from making any big decisions right now. You guys have deep emotions here. And somehow your trust in each other has just been undercut. And how is it we can get back to, to trusting? Uh, you know, Austin tries to reassure her again. Like, listen, I really want this. And I'm going to work. I'm going to work on this. But and Cal says no, no buts. That's just it. You really don't work on it. Period. Like yeah, but yes, period. <laughs> period. Yes. Period. Cal says no. Listen, <laughs> this is not about the bedroom, even though I really, really want it to be. But it's, at some point, it needs to be. But for us to get there, y'all gotta trust each other. Because y'all are, y'all have these olive branches that are shaped like penises, but, <laughs> but Austin, you keep rejecting them. And it's about a lack of trust and sex. Do you need me to show you, Austin? Do you need me to demonstrate for you <laughs> how it should be? Are you scared to, to be bad at it? I can show you. I can give you some tips. The bedroom is right over there. It's right there. It's 10 feet away. Let's go. I can show you some things. <laughs> I can show you some things. Trust me. I put it down. I put it down in 50 years, Austin. I can show you some things. If you need me, I'm right here. Becca, if you need something, I'm right here. You need to release the tension, Becca. I'm right here. Just call on me. I'm here. Dr. Pepper's like, Pastor Cal, I told you about this before. Stop doing that. Reel it in. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. I'm she likes. She, she sprays with the water. I just all right, all right, all right, all right. My bad, my bad. I got. I, I've been, I've been, I've been caught. I did this whole season, I haven't had any. I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm caught up. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I just I apologize. happen to have this. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. I got worked up. I got worked up. I got, I got carried away. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, but Dr. Pepper does say, uh, you know, you guys need reassurance uh, that there is desire there. And if you guys can just re- relax and come together, Pastor Cal says, what you say? What Do what together? <laughs> Cal, stop it. <laughs> Becca says she is grateful for him saying, uh, Becca does say he wants he wants to build the trust and he wants to work on everything. Becca says, oh, I'm grateful to you say that. She says, I just didn't uh, feel that for you much this week. And your words, and her words aren't there at the moment because she is just so emotionally drained. Pepper says, you know, you guys have to do the hard work and be able to be your authentic selves and say what you what you feel and what you need. This was this is a true like collection of words. I, I don't know if anything was solved here. I don't know. Nothing if, like what's going to happen from now on. This feels like a big no. It feels like Cal and Peppers need to come in here and say they tried before the end. Uh, so they can they can say, listen, we met with them, we tried it, and we did the best we could. I feel like this is just the 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 last. This is the trying to put to plug the leaky boat 
when it's it was already sinking. It's it's already underwater. <laughs> you bailing out the boat now is not going to do anything. Yeah, it literally. This was as if um, they just hadn't had a debrief from Doctor Pia's conversations, and they are just coming in trying to give advice. It's the same stuff. It was so repetitive. There was no no progress made. If anything, I would have walked out of here if I were Becca, feeling way more defeated because even, even Becca, there was a moment she was like, am I going crazy? Because like, what is happening here? She's like, am I just not self-aware? Like what, where is Dr. Pia? Which is what she might as well said. Cause Dr. Pia is the one who hears her out when they've had these previous conversations and kind of helps translate what each person is saying back and forth where this was just kind of like a, What's the issue here? Y'all know what the issue is. You should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is easy. Y'all just got to prioritize it. No, we tried that a thousand times. It has not worked. But but on the flip side, I don't know what Pepper and Cal could have come in here and said. Because Austin just seems like a really hopeless case. I don't know what you could say to get through this man. I don't know what you could do to help him realize things. But... It, I, I feel like he's just he's off in another world away from this and it's not gonna get any better. The key is he would have he just has to want to. He doesn't want to. He doesn't. You can't force that. And so he's going to make up every excuse in the book, like he's been doing all season on after party Mm -hmm. uh, for why it's not happening. And it's just like, just be be honest. Stop trying to spare feelings. You're wasting her time. Look at how distraught she is. I don't understand how that. The the way she was crying, how hard she was crying, didn't phase him. How you it can look her in the face and be like, "I am trying. I right. am. I'm doing everything. We're talking about. You what just is it's this? not good enough. It's not good enough for you. Like you should be. Like, you should be able to look at her and be like, "All right, listen. Like I his just... heart should break seeing her cry this much about their relationship. Yeah, she's like, "All right, all right. Listen. Here, here's here's the truth. Here's the real. Here's the realness. I'm just." I'm not into you, okay? I just I'm not, I'm not not feeling it with you, all right? I don't I don't know what I, I don't think we'll ever get the real answer of Mm-mm. what is going on with Austin, unfortunately. I think yeah. we can go through uh we can go through the reunion, we can go through the where are they nows. I just don't think we're ever gonna get a real answer to what was happening. We're just gonna get the well, it just I just it wasn't it's just time. the right time. You know? I think that's what we're gonna get from him for the rest of the season. I do think we'll get a frustrated enough Becca, though, to get some real behind. Like, at the reunion, I don't think she's going to be sparing. Well, listen, I, I've I've seen some commercials. Because I, I had to watch some commercials in this past, uh, you know, watching <laughs> oh. of Married at First Sight. Right. So and I, I, there was there was a, a couple of commercials that really, like, tickled my fancy. One where Becca is just like, why did you lie to me? Like, you know, she's she's had enough and she's asking, like, and it seems like, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen exactly, but the previews for next week look like we might be heading toward another early exit here for, for a couple. So this could be more aftermath of, of what happens with them, where she's yeah, like, why, a couple well, why did you exits. Yeah. So uh, we then we, we've we've gone away from the pepper cow talk. Uh, now it seems to be the next day and they are at some kind of like spa place. Mm-hmm. Um, they, and they get into this like uh, big old hot tub, which is like a big old barrel or something. I don't it know looks what, like what the typical hot tub that you see on The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, th- mm-hmm. that that makes sense. And so, <laughs> obviously, Becca has gotten a new tattoo. Did you clock this at all? Oh, I didn't. No. So did you? Did you saw she had her foot outside outside of the thing? Did you clock that? Oh, when she was sitting in it. 
Yeah, because she had oh, she no. literally had her foot resting up on the lip of the thing. Mm-hmm. And when she first got in, you could see the tattoo on her foot. But then mm-hmm. there production must have been like, cover up that tattoo. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, because at that right af- after that, she then has a sock on her foot as she has it propped up on the on the hot tub lip, mm-hmm. which must have been supremely uncomfortable <laughs> right. you couldn't have figured something figured out something else to do besides yeah, this where she didn't have to anything else sit super awkwardly in this hot tub because <laughs> it was at some point i was like how is she doing that because she's like looks like she's sitting all the way in the hot tub but her yeah. foot is like up here like, i did not on? notice it yeah someone took a close-up of the of her foot from uh after party this week's after party and you see the tattoo it's a like it's a chair oh really yeah, it's weird and bizarre. Uh, so that was one thing which distracted me the whole time. <laughs> right, I, had to, I, I had to watch it again because I was like, I just cannot stop focusing on like, how she's foot. sitting here. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, they they and then we just get more gobbledygook. We get more nonsense talk. Uh, and Austin, Austin, who you can see every time Austin is prompted by production to do something. They're like, all right, Austin, here's what's going to happen. You're gonna, we're going to start this. And you're going to start talking about the expert visit. He's so just like, so do you want to talk about the expert visit yesterday? He's like, do you want to talk about the expert visit yesterday? <laughs> I was like, I didn't know he could reach that register. Yeah. He was up there. Talk about it. I still said I didn't do anything wrong, but you want to talk about it? <laughs> right. And, you know, they talk about the expert visit being emotionally exhausting. Um, but well, this is what Austin's saying in the confessional beforehand. He says, you know, it was emotionally exhausting, but the vibe has improved between them since then, and they have both realized they need to approach things differently. Uh, once again, in the hot tub in the confessional, she says, last night needed to happen, and by being honest, she hopes that that this opens things up more for them. And they have a lot of stuff to figure out, and she's still willing to try. Um, they talk about the experts and say, you know, there's a lot. Becca said there's a lot she hasn't said on camera yet, and it's been exhausting to manage these two realities, one on camera and one off camera. Austin just says, yeah, the extra visible is helpful. They give good advice. (laughs) (laughs) She says she says she needs to know she's been really trying to figure herself out, too. So she's been doing a lot of self-reflection. She's really been questioning a lot about herself and if she's being too sensitive about some stuff and she's questioning what she is actually valid about being upset about. Uh, she says she needs to trust that when he tries, it's because he wants to try, not because he's being made to try. He again says he is committed to trying to work on things and, you know, and he's been questioning if that's what she wants. She says, listen, I'm happy that you're saying Brad, you're committed. All these actions of explaining what she wants all these tears she shed about wanting y'all to get better and you're questioning if she wants this, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here. Tomato, tomato, tomato. tomato. Uh, she says, well, she's happy that he's uh, committed. Um, it's kind of a harsh contrast to their convos before where they both need a validation. And, you know, she's grateful that to, to know that that's kind of still the same. They both need that validation. Um, that was, that was quite a, that was a, that was a segment. <laughs> So that that was Becky and, they and Austin. They, yeah, they kissed. Uh, you know, is it real? Who knows? <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah that that one was a little exhausting because it was like sometimes people's segments are so long. Like when we talked, what we we talked like an hour and a half that one time about Lauren and Orion. Mm-hmm. There's a lot yeah. of stuff to talk about. This was yeah, three conversations. Through, we ran through everybody else in like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> they were the episode for sure. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and talk about, um, well, actually we can, what's the point? <laughs> we could rate them. Oh yeah. Uh, what is it, the point? It's gotta be a one. It's gotta be a one. Oh gosh. Okay. Then, this is a new record, but yes, we rate them one to five, one being, we think they are not going to be together by the reunion five being, we think they will be last week. We've been at a two with them since episode 15. So we're both at ones. Yeah, it's gonna be one. I mean, for the preview next week, it it really looks like Austin has is moving out. He's after all this, after this whole episode, <clears> he's <throat> like, I'm committed. I really want to try. Next episode, he on his way out the door. Like, oh, <laughs> okay, that didn't last long. I did it, buddy. Currently, the highest rated couple is Michael and Chloe with a one point five because I gave them a one last week and you gave them a two. <laughs> Mm. so sad this is a sad this is listen if you can say nothing else this is a very unique season okay yes so much has happened so much that has new that is new to the married at first sight franchise you know we've had uh someone had to leave for medical reasons we had someone almost get killed by a tree we had someone get stood up at the altar this is a very unique season that honestly as bad as it is i don't think i'll ever forget i don't think this, you're right this is you such a Denver? unique weird it'll season. never be as bad as denver is what we yeah, will think exactly so uh, it, it's something i'll always remember um so that special they, place they, in your heart yeah there's that for it okay there's there's that yeah um, who are we talking about next let's talk about emily and brennan real quick okay emily brennan the newest husband of the year yeah. like this dude Brennan, we see, we see through you. We see through you, buddy. Every we see through every inch of you, Brennan, Mister Husband of the Year, Mister Caretaker of the Year. You're just shining in all of your little selfie videos. Here we are once again. Hey, hey, hey! Smile, you're on. Here we are once again. We're just getting we're just getting better, getting stronger, right, Em? Right, taking it day by day, sir. Stop it. Like stop it. Okay. Emily so, might not Emily might not Emily might be desperate enough not to see through this, but we all see what you're doing, buddy. We all yeah. see it. We do. That's why the preview for next week was not a shocker. Yeah. He back at it. He's like, you you're all healed up, right? All right, back on my BS. <laughs> and my suspicion is he didn't even wait for her to get healed. Probably not. So so Basically, the camera crew was not with them for most of their scenes. We only got mm. a few. Uh, we only we only got the, the official cameras with them, their last scene together. So before that, we were getting check-ins of footage they were shooting themselves. So when Brennan was able to be at peak form, when he felt mm. in the best mood he could to be able to hold his phone up. So the first one was they're lay, uh, she's laying in bed. She has an ice pack on her face. She has her emotional support stuffed animal and she had like a, a I guess like a cast or something on her wrist. Yeah, I think this said, is confirmation that this is what the, the cast on her, yes. on her, on her arm was for all the after parties, which yes. is off, which was off this after party, actually. It and, was. Yeah. It was. Um, and I, I did start to notice that you can kind of see her scar in uh, the confessionals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the ones where she's like dressed up for nice. Yeah, yeah you would you wouldn't know it if you would were, didn't know what to look for. Like right, you, you exactly. If you, like, like, oh, you didn't know, it there, there it is. Yeah, there, there's a little scary. <laughs> right. And so, uh, he Brennan says going through this really it's making them stronger. 
Okay. Stop. And then he uh, he got the, the, we get another moment where they he got her some burgers. He's like, we're on the road to recovery, so stay tuned. He's like, Emily's up. It's two thirty in the morning. I mean, two thirty in the afternoon, and then she's just now getting up. That's why things are going so well because she's sleep most of the day. Yeah. He, can, he can go off and do whatever the hell he wants. Yes. <laughs> like, yep. I can just I just got to deal with her for a couple hours a day. I can deal with that. Literally. Uh, then, uh, this is a moment there in the car. She's going to get some stitches out. Uh, the doctor is very pleased with her healing on after party. She told us that apparently she heals really fast. No, she told us that. No, she told us that when they talked to the experts, mm-hmm. um, she said that they, that she heals really fast. And, uh, he, he, um, he, Brennan tells the, like the, the camera onwards and upwards. He's like, he's driving her to the doctor. He's like, yep, we're on our way, get the stitches out. Yeah. I'm like, sir, do not even try. <laughs> do not. Um, and so we get a eight days until decision day. She's feeling better. Uh, he asked her, like, oh, did you take your pain medication? She's like, oh, I haven't taken any. I do need to take some Advil. Uh, the doctor says she shouldn't do anything for about two to three weeks that will raise her blood pressure. Get her out of this. Get her out of this thing. Uh, the The next episode, she raises her blood pressure. Her and Cameron need to be in the same area, not raising their blood pressure, not raising their heartbeats. Isolate these people. Just, Just do it. Shh. You know what they need to do? They need to get Cameron and uh, Emily in the same room and have Michael read a book to them or something. <laughs> he could probably make something up himself. Oh yes, um, he's, he's so fantastic. He can make up stories all of his own. <laughs> oh, and so he says, in the spirit of getting better, he's going to clean. And she's like, "Oh, great." You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do all the chick stuff. I'm gonna do all the, all the girl stuff, <laughs> all the cleaning for you. You're welcome. I mean, this isn't what I normally do. You just let the lady handle that. But just, guess I'll do it this time, bro. Just for you. Just for you, bro. <laughs> We get a confessional from Emily saying Brennan has made it very clear he's not going anywhere mm. right now. <laughs> um, so he said, uh, like, it's been so nice. He tell he tells her it's been so nice getting all the support from everybody. And she's like, yeah, like, it, it, it has really meant a lot for you being here for me the whole time. He's like, yeah, like, um, I feel like. That's you- right. As he winks to the camera. Right. I've been here the whole time. Yep. I'm not going anywhere. I'm husband of the year over here. I only got eight more days. I can do this. I got this. He feels like he can trust her way more now. And she why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. See, this is this is what got me. I was like, why why do you say that? Why do you feel you can trust her more? I understand why she says she can trust him more, but why well, Pop quiz, hot shot. He said, "Back at you." Why can you trust her more? He said, I, "I heard her say that." So I yeah, I that's what it, it was. Like yeah, but he, he might as well just say, "Yeah, ditto." Right. Uh, she said, "Who would have thought a tree would have brought us together?" Who would have thought me purposely <laughs> driving myself into that tree would have would have made you love me? Right. Just like I planned. Just <laughs> like I planned. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if you like we got this villain reveal? Like, that's right, I drove into that tree. <laughs> it's like just before we started, I took out the little break, <laughs> <laughs> loosened up my helmet a little bit. Mm. Um, 
So we did see Brennan uh, meet up with Cameron, but all they talked about was Cameron and Claire. So we don't, we'll get to that when we talk about Cameron and Claire. Brennan, the, the best person to get advice from. He needed to talk to Cameron. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about something that Brennan said when he's talking to Cameron. I, I almost threw my computer. I said, <laughs> you, you said that? But we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Speaking of TV update, I go oh. to watch my recording. On the because I, I start a few minutes after, so I can watch no mm-hmm. commercials. The audio was going in and out, and I oh, was like, "No, that, that happened to me too." That happened okay, to me too. okay. I, I had I like, had to watch it because I watched it on my laptop. Yeah, I watched it on the because I have Xfinity. Um, Same. Yeah, so I watched it on the Xfinity app, and it was fine. Oh, but on your on, TV? Yeah, oh, yeah, on my oh, actual okay. like DVR box, it, the audio was cutting in and out. Gotcha. Okay, I said it's time. I said this weekend. Got, TV's gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get a new TV. I shouldn't have said anything to help I know. you get, tell <laughs> your ex like get rid of TV faster. Now I need to find another excuse. The color's not enough. Right. True. It is. It just doesn't feel like it pushes it over the edge, you know? I could deal with a little I could color. Do a little miscoloring. A little brown instead of green. <laughs> um, but okay, yeah. So I watched it on the like the Xfinity stream on my laptop because I was like, oh. Yeah, What's I watched happening? it on the, the Xfinity stream app. I mean, listen, this is, Xfinity is not paying us people. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I, I clear, we're not advertising the app. Yeah, I was just on Xfinity. Um, <laughs> yeah. My Xfinity.com slash stream. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Xfinity.com slash stream uh, code perfect match. <laughs> right. Sign up. <laughs> you get $5 off. <laughs> goodness um but yeah it was i mean it was pretty clutch okay so let's not let's not uh, not, i don't want to belabor this but let's not skip the fact that xfinity was a problem in the first place right exactly (laughs) to another version where it actually worked right because at first i was like it was the audio was cutting out so i said okay let me put on my captions Mm -hmm. and i said then Emily started talking. I said, "No, no, no! It was Becca that put me over the edge because she was well, talking mine started about at the beginning with Michael. And well, Chloe. it did. Yeah. I was like, you know, but I she was like, I'll, 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 I'll sit through this. I literally, fine. I took notes through that. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then when Becca got up, I said, I can't. I, I need I, to focus. I said, Oh no, this is ruining my experience. I need to find another way to watch this. <laughs> Okay, I, I cannot so. I cannot take it for two seconds. Like, no, 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 no. Let's see right, this other part. So that's everybody out there. Or, or if you have Xfinity. Uh, Shout out to the AT&T people out there who survived today. Because I didn't have cell service all morning. Boy, you must have been just up, up a wall. Not I being able to call people. I went to work out this morning. I couldn't even access like the app I usually use. So I was like, had to remember what I was going to do to work out. <laughs> I was just like, what is happening? I, I didn't notice anything was amiss. I was fine. What do you have? I have at t My brother was just fine too. I think it was. Well, I do think they said it was in certain areas. I don't. My know. brother was standing in front of me. Oh, he I said, know. oh, I have three bars. <laughs> he said, <laughs> He said, when you texted me this morning, I had LTE. I was like, I literally had SOS. Oh, damn. Well, maybe, maybe you guys don't like you. I don't know. It must be those those new iPhone 18 S's <laughs> that only the rich people got that malfunctioned. Uh, so, so, yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen in this world? Well, there, there you have it, folks. Don't buy Xfinity or AT&T. <laughs> Goodness, what a rough day. It's been a rough week, okay? <laughs> 
these uh, services. Okay, so we do get a group FaceTime with Emily and Brennan. What 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 was the what was the point of this? They there needed to check no on her that she was okay. So what, was there a little was his little comment about the experts checking in on them? Was this what they were talking about? Did they show this out of order? Oh, because what did she say? That she was like the experts. Well, because Brennan was like, "This is great. Everybody's been checking in on you. All our friends, the experts." And then they oh, showed yeah. this. Like, was it right? Was it out of order, maybe I don't know. Unless they just text them, like, "Hey, you good?" <laughs> they don't have their phone numbers. <laughs> They, they need a, a a Zoom set up by the producer that was the the, 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 black the last box. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they okay, don't we're going to patch you in. I want to turn my camera off. <laughs> right. Um. So, Doctor Pepper. Okay, this may be a little confusing because I usually put Doctor P when it's Doctor Pepper or Doctor <laughs> Pia, and they're never together. Yeah, they're so. in the same frame. <laughs> So I, I tried to distinguish. So we'll see. Okay. So Dr. Pepper said, uh, she's like, I saw the pictures of the wound and it was so frightening. And uh, Emily's like, yeah, I guess I'm just a fast healer. Like, you know, I'm, I'm healing nicely. And she already has her stitches out, which I feel like is kind of quick. Right. Um, she's like, I, she didn't, she didn't think it was traumatic and she's just thankful that she's alive. I'm like, that's one of those things where like in a year she's going to be like, you know, like it, it's going to real. Like she hasn't fully processed it, is what I think. Like that was why, a really. Why do, you, why do you think that? This a big event. Like even people I, feel I that way about car that. accidents. Did no, she, she said she that? felt it wasn't traumatic. Mm, I feel like she. They said were like, was it traumatic? Alive. She's like, I don't know if it was traumatic, but. Well, I don't know. Um, okay, so and then uh, Dr. Pia is very impressed with how she's handling it. Um, mm. She said it really speaks to her character. And then she turns to Brennan, who I'm sure was like, what are you about to say to me? Don't. <laughs> you don't try you, it. You better not act up, Dr. Pia. You, you better not say nothing wrong. <laughs> you know I'm about to, you know I'm going at your neck, girl. Don't do it. Don't, don't test me. He's like, you know what we you got to, beef. What you about to say? What you about to say? Talk to Emily. Talk to Emily. Don't talk to me. <laughs> you, you, you better not say nothing out of pocket. I've been a husband a year. I've been He's like, a year this like last this. week. I've been husband the years last week. You cannot say not not your face. I have about been me. perfect. Okay. I've been on my best behavior. Okay. Were you trying to get us to do an exercise? <laughs> Won't you want me to touch her again when she's not clothed? Weirdo. So, Dr. Pia, which props to her? Because I would be done with this man. I wouldn't would he, direct wouldn't no even address him. Would not even address that he was in the room. <laughs> yeah. She like so she, put, she puts her hand up. She puts her hand up on the computer <laughs> so she can only see Emily. She's like that. That check in earlier with Emily was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Emily and Brennan? Emily and who? <laughs> right. Do not say his name in my presence. I don't know such man's name. <laughs> and so she's like Brennan. Doctor P goes, "How Bre- Brennan? How was you know? How was it for you? Because you know, I know it's traumatic for her, but or like this was a really big experience for her, and know it has to be for you too." He's like, he's helped in the best way he could. And, you know, he did all that he could do. And he was there and he rushed to her to help her. And then Emily speaks up. She's like, I was just happy he was there. And like, uh, he doesn't even do that well with blood. And he was there and like being very helpful. She said blood was squirting on us. I said, (laughs) I did not. I did not need that visual. Yes. He did not need to say that. (sighs) 
<laughs> yes, unnecessary information. Um, <laughs> yes. So Dr. Pe- Dr. Pepper, because um, it's like when you describe it that way, we are able to visualize it more. <laughs> and it's just like, that's, that's, that, Emily, I am very concerned about this <laughs> event. This was big. Too much. This was big. This alone could have been the reason they delayed the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Dr. Pepper uh, asked them, like, you know, what what have they learned from each other through going through all this? And he feels like it's brought them closer together in a new way. Because before, you know, they were just talking. How do I feel like we need to set the mood? Before, they were just talking about, you know, being friends. And, you know, she's been there for him as much as he's been there for her. And it's really grown their relationship. That was so uplifting. (laughs) I was just so touching. And he, how long did he spend writing that? I wonder. He's like pricing in the mirror as Emily's like dozing off for all her pain meds. Before we were talking about being friends. After he dosed her. We were talking about being friends, not just me. We. After he dosed her with some like, uh, you know, some of her pain meds to make her fall asleep. (laughs) Little little did we know. He's like, you're too up. Did you take your... Did you take your happy juice? Did you take your happy juice today? Go go ahead and go back to sleep. It's not time for another nap. Uh, yeah, I'll see you in another hour when I'll put a phone in your face <laughs> and say everybody's everything's been great. He's awesome. <laughs> he turns the phone off now. Go back to sleep. <laughs> right. And so Pastor Cal, he said, "Look, usually when we match people, we really hope we just we 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 just hope there. <laughs> we just really hope there's just this <sighs> all over it's each love, other. passion for each other, and just there's all over each other. You know what I mean, Brennan." <laughs> don't know what I mean, Brennan, because you just, you've been neglecting this poor girl. Did you know she wants that love and that passion you got for her? Mm, Emily, if you weren't, if you weren't messed up, girl, mm, Emily, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> it'd be worse. Like, Cal, stop it. All right, all right, my bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, through the computer screen. Stop it, stop it. All right, y'all, y'all, y'all keep, y'all keep talking about your little stuff. I'm sorry. I'm She's sorry. Right, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, got, I just got worked up. I'm sorry. So he said, yeah, that didn't happen here. But, you know, they're happy also when they find people who can see the value in a relationship. And then Dr. Pia, she's like, she really hopes this is something they can continue to grow and foster. Brennan. Right. <laughs> she, looks, she looks right at Brennan. Brennan. Right. Don't you look at me, Dr. Pia. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Don't you look at me, Pia. Right. I don't recognize your doctorate. <laughs> Then Emily, she started to cry, talking about how Brennan has been there for her. And it makes her think back to when it was so good between them and like just hoping they can get back. Those two days that things are really good on the honeymoon. (laughs) Magical. Magical. But all before she asked him, does he know how to have fun? It was from that moment. Can you imagine? That was was the thing. That was the thing that set this all off. Do you know how to have fun? I'm not fun. I'm the funnest guy around. Do I know how to have fun? What kind of question is that? (laughs) Like, oh, okay. So, you know, we get a confessional. She says, this accident really changed the relationship. And she's 
really seeing that he does care for her. Yeah. Um, you know, Emily was on uh, was on after party. You know, Emily's back. The, the bad the bad girl's back. She got her cast off. She wasn't as not out of as pocket. yeah, not as hostile. Yeah, she did say Austin was full of crap. Uh, she did say that, and she didn't say crap. She said that. Yeah, she still does not can't stand Austin. Check. Yeah, and you can just tell as she's talking about this, she knows what's coming. She knows what's next. She's like, and I really liked seeing this different side of him. It just, yeah, <laughs> it was really sucked that it took this to see it, and I'm just at this moment, I'm really hoping that I keep seeing this threaded. But obviously, that's not going to happen because we see yeah. next episode in the previews that he tells her one of my deal breakers was a super positive person. Cue the tears. Down, downpour of tears. Of what have I not been? How have I not been positive? What has been negative? Is what she said. I think. Yeah, it's like there's been no negativity. Oh, there's that was just a huge shift because she's been so happy and on cloud nine. And, and him saying out. this is like basically showing her nothing has changed. Mm. He still feels the way he felt pre-accident. Yeah. I mean, listen, you can't you can't rely on, you know, on these death-defying accidents to uh to fix things. That's yeah. a temp that's a temporary band-aid on things. Uh no pun intended. Yeah, so then she stormed out and I was like, "Oh my gosh." And then we see her crying with Claire mm. and Claire goes, yeah. Mm. And I've heard he's been trying to go on double dates with Cameron. Mm. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. But I, I, said, oh my, I have never been more excited. It's going to be so good. <laughs> it's going to be so good. I am appalled. I try to cheat on their wives. It's going to be so good. <laughs> I might watch that one live. She said, I mean, Claire even was, was you know, worked up. Yeah, so they were both distraught. I heard the grapevine that he's trying to go on double days with Cameron. Like, what? Like, I, I said, okay, get me the next Wednesday. Get me the next Wednesday, please. Because I was like, okay, could that be editing? Could it be like Claire's talking about one of her friends, like became friends with Cameron or something? But it was like, no, Emily was yeah. bawling. Bawling. Yeah. I don't, I don't she wouldn't so. care Oof. about that. Oof. And another thing that they brought up on After Party related to Emily and Brennan was that uh, it, uh, Becca brought it up yeah. that mm-hmm. Brennan wanted to get it. No, Emily wanted a new car. Brennan no. wanted a new car. <laughs> Brennan, Brennan wanted, wanted a, car, a new car. And he made her drive him around to <laughs> yes. dealerships to get a new Audi. And you know what they say about people with Audis? Super pretentious. <laughs> super just <laughs> awful. So he made her drive him around, which she would shouldn't have been doing in the mm-hmm. condition she was in. And she's like, and even on after party, Emily was like, Emily was like, yeah, thinking back, yeah, that wasn't a good thing. Yeah, well, she was like, at first I was excited because he wanted to spend time with you, but then I realized I probably shouldn't have been doing that. <laughs> right. Because okay. so I, I I took a beat because this also was the week of Risa Tisa, which I don't know if you've heard. You pro- you probably haven't, but there's a woman who has told a story on TikTok. I don't know. What rock have you been living under? Here we go with the TikTok. Listen, no, okay. listen. This woman told a story of her pathological lying ex-husband on TikTok, right? Okay, people do story times all the time. The difference in this story time was it was 50 parts. People do like, they'll oh, do- Oh, is this the who the something that I marry? Is this a- Yes, okay. yes. Okay. 
Okay, I, I'm I, about to say there's no way I've you heard, ever heard I've, of this. I've heard the name of yes. that. I heard people okay. talking about it, but I haven't I didn't know what it was about. Really. Yes. Look further into it. Gotcha. I I was there. I was in the trenches last weekend listening. And each part was at least it was like, yeah, each part was around 10 minutes. Lord. I know. So I listened on parts? two times speed. 50 parts. Yes. That oh, yeah. legitimately could have been an audiobook. Oof. Or a super long, no, way longer than a podcast. It could have been an audiobook. How many of those parts were entertaining? Like how many? How many? Every parts you had just, every part. Jason, the how way factual is the story though? It's true. It's there have been people that have, are part of the story that have come and backed her up. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm his ex wife. What she's yeah, that type of stuff. I'm the son of the first ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to ask my wife about this. My wife is deep in the Tic Tac Yes. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to have to ask her about it. Because she has, she, yes, the story, the only, I'm not, I'm sometimes I'm not even committing to a three-part story time. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. The way that it, she just kept, she was such a great storyteller and it just kept you going into each part. It would be like, it, it was just mind blowing. You couldn't. You once you started, you couldn't stop. My wife is doing something. She's been watching full episodes of House on TikTok. On TikTok, <laughs> sorry. Just in parts. I'm like, how do you do that? You have a whole big ass TV right here <laughs> where you can watch the whole episode. I was just like, no, it's better this way. I was like, how? <laughs> just how? Listen, just TikTok. There. TikTok has been known for taking away people's attention spans. Maybe they're working on bringing them back now. Look, the way <clears throat> I was locked in, locked in, I was I was committed to part 50. Wow. And yeah, it's been, but yeah, it was really, she just, the way that she told the story was great. It was just, it was just so, it was captivating, honestly. And then there have been, there. I think across her 50 videos, it's 100 million views. Wow. That's how many people, or like that's how many views have been. She about to get a TV show or something now. Yeah, literally, brands have been in her comments saying like, because uh, he took her to get like try to shop for cars and try to look for houses and promised her a trip she wasn't wasn't gonna go on. And so like a hotel said, "Hey, if you come, we got you." Wow. Uh, Delta commented and was like, "We got you." Hyundai, we got you. DM Todd, us. Tyler Perry tried to buy the white rights to her story. <laughs> Tubi was in her comments. I said oh, no. To be lifetime. This, this is too much even no. for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so I, I mentioned I was watching commercials. There was like almost five minute commercial for the Wendy Williams. I story. I did pause and watch that. Oh I, my I, god. I was, I was like, wait, this is kind of long on Wendy Williams. So I rewound it and I watched the whole thing. Bro, that is sad. Yes. I ooh, I kept watching, but at a certain point, I was like, I might have turned this off because this is just getting, like too much. Like I might <laughs> yes. have to, you know, save up some time and then fast forward because this is a lot. <laughs> this yeah, is a lot. We um we have lost the plot. We have we definitely lost the show. Like, <laughs> we, we, just, we, we are just now. Welcome to our pre and post podcast <laughs> conversations, y'all. This is, this is what it is. We have spent the last five or ten minutes talking about nothing about Ray for sight. But do you care? Do you even mind? Right. This is where we pivot. Yeah. We are just we got you. You think we're talking about the couples, and now we're just chilling. Yeah, we're just talking. We're just just shooting the ish now. Right. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Which couple do you want to talk about next? Oh, uh, let's talk about the two individuals that are Cameron and Claire and what happened with them this episode. <laughs> Uh, all right, so basically, all the, their whole thing, they, they each had one segment this episode, uh, one where Claire meets up with her mom, and Cameron meets up with Brennan, of all people. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start with Claire and her mom. Claire meets up with her mom at uh, her <laughs> at her apartment that she's still staying in for some reason. We just, why? She I don't said, know. I I'm telling you, she sublet her apartment. <laughs> she sublet her apartment was like, listen, y'all, I know I'm not married, but I gotta stay here. I signed contracts for this, to sublet my apartment. I just gotta stay here. <laughs> So mom come, mom comes and they're like, oh, what's up, honey? What's up, sweetie? Oh. Um, Claire tells mom, listen, a lot has happened and I've just been on an emotional roller coaster. Claire says, you know, I really want to be there for him, but he just doesn't want me to be there for him right now. And I have to deal with that. Mom says, yeah, I, I get it. Um, you know, when I had cancer, you know, I also kind of wanted to isolate. I said, I, I get it, mom, but camera is not. I don't think Cameron's isolating. I think Cameron's hanging out with people that aren't Claire. I think mm-hmm. I think that that's his thing. He's around other people just that just aren't Claire. Right. Cause I mean, hanging out with like his best friends probably does not raise his heart rate. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Claire definitely does. Mm-hmm. Uh listen, Claire, for my health, I just cannot be around you. Um, she talks about how much she loves the person that Cameron is. He's such he's so amazing, he's such a great human um but you know just husband and wife weren't just weren't the right title for us right the now right title what a what a way to say <laughs> that's just not the right title for us no y'all shouldn't be romantically involved let's be real claire you did not find him attractive so you dumped him basically you dumped him without dumping him you led him on and essentially making him think there was these little hopes that you you got to work on a marriage and then he eventually got sick of it and forced you to to separate mm-hmm. that's what happened i mean tell your mama that <laughs> but she's just she's just like oh, he's he's just such a beautiful person and again this is a, such a far cry from what we see on the after parties that it's it's crazy so mm-hmm. obviously this isn't this isn't real what she's saying because she thinks other things about him and also one of those commercials i saw for like it was like a it was like a maths and prison bride mashup um uh about like 
something about love or something. Mm-hmm. And Cameron is like almost yelling. He's outside somewhere. He's almost yelling to someone. He's like, I See, lie this, every but- day. That's not good. He shouldn't be yelling. You're right. Right. He's like, I lied every day for her in this relationship. I was like, oh, Cameron, what happened to I can't get my heart rate up? <laughs> it seems <laughs> fine now. But when you're talking to Brennan in a second, just casual conversation because she's like. <sighs> and he's like, that's exactly why I was staying away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so then we get with Cameron, who's meeting up with Brennan. You know, it was, it was such a nice moment just seeing Cameron walk into the restaurant like, oh, look at you tall, lanky ass. I missed you, buddy. <laughs> he meets he meets up with Brennan, of all people. I'm like, why Brennan? Um, so Cameron gives us a little update on his condition. He says, you know, I, I have an atrial flutter, and it's like part of your heart is beating three or four times faster than your heartbeat, and it kind of feels like suffocating in your heart. I was like, damn. He says, the chances of me mountain biking this year are zero. I was like, dang, that's got a real suck that's kind of mm-hmm. really what something that you love so much is such a big part of your personality yeah. you can't do it's almost like people tell me i wouldn't be able to podcast i'd be like what <laughs> what am i supposed to do yeah what do i, I talk about these shows what do, I do on thursday nights <laughs> <laughs> uh so brennan asks him so has claire been supportive like what's what's going on there he says uh you know there's nothing to really support you know i'm either doing nothing or i'm in hospital oh that's cute i'm in hospital <laughs> you you uh you new zealanders you're so cute you're so adorable things. yeah and says you know claire has talked about claire has talked about me and our relationship to you guys to everyone so her relate her feelings about our relationship have really matured but i'm just not in the same place as her so you know brennan says well is she trying to reconcile he says, well, I don't know. She's coming at, she was coming at the, the relationship at the angle of no attraction. And then I got it. And then he's like, wait a minute. He's like, hold on. He's like checking he, his heart rate on his watch. He's like, even gotta, thinking about this and processing this is stressful. He's like, he's like, sorry, Brennan's like, take, take, take your time, man. Take your time. He's like, oh, I just, I just can't talk about, I just can't talk for long periods of time. Cam says, you know, Cam says he, he, he wishes he could have made it work, um, but it caused him stress. He says, maybe that's why I can't breathe. It was like a crumbling castle that I couldn't put back together, and that was causing him so much pain. I said, okay, Cameron, you're, you're, laying, on li- you're <laughs> laying on a little thick now, Cameron. I knew thick. as soon as he said, I said, oh, Jason's going to give him a hard <laughs> you're, time. You're, you're laying on a little <laughs> too much there, buddy. <laughs> he says, you know, she keeps, she keeps telling me how emotional she is about things. And that really confuses me because I'm not sure if she's emotional about the part about liking or not liking me or if she's just emotional because she's just caught up in a big moment. So I'm not sure which which it is. Um, and he talks about D-Day and not being sure how that's going to go. And then he says, listen, uh, if she says she's going to she wants to stay together at D-Day, I'm saying I want to stay together at D-Day because I'm not going to hang her out to dry. I said, like, but that said, means staying married. I said, huh? <laughs> I know. Do you mean, do you mean you're not going to like embarrass her on the D day? So you'll stay, you'll stay like together the and then divorce the next after? day? Is that what you mean? I don't understand what you're meaning. Like, I think he, it's like he sees it as like, a, I don't want to embarrass her by saying no. And she says yes and have right. her looking hopeful, but we're not yeah. going to be together. Yeah. But he's like, but he's she like was, decision day is just for play play. He's like, but she's not going to say. She wants to stay together, though, right? <laughs> I, I think. I think before decision day, he's gonna make it clear to her. Like, listen, 
This is not going to work. Do not do not come up here acting like a fool, okay? You say no, I say no. We go our separate ways. Like, don't we're not going to be together, right? <laughs> don't don't be pulling any funny stuff and say you want to stay you want to stay married, okay? Like don't don't do that to me. And so I'm going to try and compose myself here. Brennan <laughs> out his fool mouth says, "Well, you just really got to make sure that she's comfortable to express herself in the moment." I said, Brennan, this from you right. who didn't want your wife expressing herself in the way she wanted to express herself to basically tell the truth. You are saying this, my man. Mm-hmm. I know you're in the middle of being the perfect husband at the moment, but you, you got to check yourself. You got to look yourself in the mirror before you say stuff like this. OK, he just that just shows you he talks to talk because. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, what are you saying? You're not speaking... At this point, you're not speaking from experience. Okay, got it. You're not speaking from any expert, like, any uh, certain level of expertise. So -hmm. what are you saying? Where is this coming from? He's like, "Uh, excuse me, I've been acting like a husband for two whole days. (laughs) I I think I know a little something. Right. Ridiculous. All right, so... uh, Cameron and Claire, do we need to bother ourselves? Or we're, we would both be ones if we were rating them. I guess we, yeah, well, we didn't do Emily and Brennan. <laughs> we didn't? Oh, I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. They're just, they're ones. I mean, what else is there left to be said? Uh, yeah, Cameron and Claire are no longer a couple, but going to decision day for some odd reason. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. one knows why. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think we're, we're, we're yeah, no, we're not rating them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last, but certainly not least, we have, uh, Chloe and Michael. I'll say this. They're, they're our last beacon of hope. It's a dim hope, but it's our last shining light out there in the sea. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, there are, there are one and a half. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess. Um, okay. So, for them, it's day 7 of marriage. What if, what are they doing with them? Are they just going to have them continue and have everybody else like what's the plan? Well, we did get a listing of episodes coming up. Okay. And there is a decision day round 2, which is the title of one of the episodes, which is uh, a couple episodes after the original decision day. A couple. Yeah. So you, so listen, what I'm hoping is that we can avoid the where are they now mess because hopefully we'll get all the where are they now from our original couples yeah. in these two episodes following the original decision day. And then we'll get Michael and Chloe's decision day and hopefully we can just cut it there. I don't know. My goodness. Okay. Well, they've made it home from the retreat and, uh, this was when my sound was a little choppy. So uh, Michael wants to get his work stuff and he wants to get, you know, mellow, his dog mellow accommodated there in, in their new place. Um, he's just going to bring the other two pets tomorrow. Like his two cats, they're two cats, right? Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. she has the dogs. Okay. And so she was like, well, why not tonight? And he's like, well, I got to get all their stuff. And with mellow, it's easy. Just got to bring mellow's food. And uh, he's like, well, before I go get Mella, though, I think I want to take a nap to get some energy. And we get a confessional where she's like, yeah, 
you know, me and Michael, we've had a whirlwind and now we're back to reality and, you know, I'm just exhausted. And so he asked her like, okay, so like, what, like, what about tonight? You're like, you're going to go get your dog and come back or what? And he's like, well, you know, I'm going to go see my, my, my pups. And then, um, you know, they're old, they're needy and I don't want to leave again. Um, so I'm going to just take a few days to be at home with them. Uh, you know, everything's moving so quickly and, you know, I did, we, we just haven't had a chance to feel, you know, and I think we just need, you know, I'm the type of person that I need a lot of alone time and silence. And so I, I think we just both need that time. The way that she spiraled from the first BS excuse of like, <laughs> yeah. I want to spend time with my, my dogs in their, in their habitat. And, you know, the only way I can do that is to spend some days on. She's like, actually, honestly, no, I just don't want to do this right now. I'm I'm really struggling. I'm I've been around you a whole bunch. You you're wearing jewelry and skirts, and I just need a couple. I just need a couple days away from you and your and your and your feminine womanly ways. Oh, holy smokes! <laughs> she is something else because I was like, girl. She was like, it was as if she was like, okay, I got to keep talking to not give him a chance to try to talk me out of this. Got to give him way too many reasons for him to come back. And then by the end, she's like, oops, did I tell the truth? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and so so then he, uh, we get a confessional from him. He's like, I'm surprised. And I, I can't help but wonder if there's something wrong. Like, does she just not want to hang out with me? Uh, but Shame. Listen, no, but here's the thing. Uh, whatever blind person you are, uh, Stevie Wonder could see the the upsetness on Michael's face. Yes. As Chloe is saying this, like there's no way that you couldn't see that. Talk yeah. About, he might as well have been physically frowning. Right. Like he, like he, it, the, it was on his face. It was just like, Oh, this, wow, this sucks. This is terrible. I don't want you to do this. I don't think you should do this. And he's like, you're cool with that. Right. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, Chloe, you tell me that you couldn't see that. You, right, you're, you're lying to either yourself or to I us. Know. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, he wasn't okay with it. What? <laughs> I had Used no clue. You didn't say anything. Oh, come on, Chloe. Come on. Hmm. <laughs> so, come on. um, and so shame on the Married at First Sight um Facebook page because they clipped this part on their reels and was like. Um, what did they say? Me when I get a K text, or like me when someone texts me K. It's just oh, like, oh, like, does oh. this person just not want to hang out with me? It's like Jeez. that was sad. <laughs> Stop picking on this boy's trauma. Yes. Um, and so she says that you know they're about to embark on like the marriage portion portion of the relationship, and we get a confessional. No, you already here in the marriage. The marriage like, didn't you're, start you're, at the you're, altar, apparently. I think you're confused. Like the marriage already started. She's like, it almost like, I mean, it's like we're married or something. We're around each other all the time. Like, yeah, is this you, my husband? You are married. You are married. You you are to be together a lot. That's kind of what happens in a marriage. And we get a confessional, and she's like, Yeah, I've I've given a lot of thought to going home at this point. And you know, because I he I have a man here. That's all I've ever wanted. And I don't know what's making me want to take a break. I don't know what skirt. I mean, I don't know what is making me want to take a break from him. Like, girl, you are in your own way. She's like running into the door and like, uh, 
Why do I keep hitting myself? <laughs> Open it. It's it's there. You are a smart cookie. Mm. <sighs> and so we get a a a a scene of just just Michael at home, and he has Mello at their apartment, and he sent a a picture of Mello and him to Chloe. He's like, I figured she'd want to see this. Don't forget, we're still here. Right. You're you're coming back, right? Don't change your mind. Uh, Because that... I feel like that was so inconsiderate of her. But listen, be careful what you say, Michael, because you are the one that told her, listen, I want you to be selfish. And what she do, she she did what she wanted to do. She was selfish. Okay? So if you don't mean something, don't say something. As he said on After Party... I really wanted to. I really want to live my words. Shut up. Get get off Michael's back. <laughs> and then he goes like, and, "Okay, here's here's the other one he said. Here's the other one he said after before he said, talking about Chloe leaving. He says, well, you know, she did socialize this idea to me on the honeymoon.' I was like, "Yes, that don't, that don't even fit. That don't it even does. fit. You can you socialize that way? <laughs> so, someone smarter than me." Tell me how that works. Tell me how that fits. Tell me how that word is fitting in that sentence. It's basically like the way he's using it is like, um, okay, yeah, bring up, bring out the BS. Come on, no, no, no. It, I'm saying it's like the equivalent of like corporate jar- jargon. She so she socialized the idea to me. Get the. Get, why would you stop? Stop. Okay, Michael <laughs> has an audience here, and I I eat it up. My sweet, my my sweet prince. Don't, don't, I'm hanging don't on to every word. Sweet prince. She did what, Michael? Okay. Oh, she socialized it. Oh my gosh, that's so fancy. <laughs> Stop it. Um. So do we? We do have Chloe going to meet with her friend Caesar. They go to this wine bar. It looked cool. Uh, and okay, she's well place for sure. She said she was uh, a feeling- cider. Y'all serve cider here. <laughs> No, I, I love wine. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a good wine over cider. <laughs> I'm like those; those are my 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 alcohol of choice. If it's not wine, it's cider. It's not cider; it's wine. Um, so she said she tells him he she was feeling very hopeful, but the first week, or she is feeling very hopeful right now. But the first week was a lot. She had to go home for a few days. Um, they had a very gentle and direct conversation about it. Did you? Right. I feel like there's a lot of you talking and a lot of him being like, oh, okay. Him agreeing, yeah. That's not a conversation. So Caesar asked if like she was second guessing anything, and she said, um, you know, they align on everything, which is incredible. And she's like, uh, she she also thinks like he needed it that moment to himself too. Girl, he didn't. He Stop didn't. It. He Stop didn't. It. <laughs> Trying to justify it to yourself. Yeah. Stop we it, both needed it so <laughs> bad. No, he didn't need it. Um, and so um, <laughs> she said she's she's been um, she's been she spent that time away thinking about like exactly what she asked for and like how he aligns with that. And she realized that she missed him more and more every day that passed. And so um, she's like, there's not a thing in their relationship that she's like not concerned about. And Caesar's like, okay, well, that kind of concerns me <laughs> because he seems like someone who is very good with 
men don't get him is the problem, Jason. <laughs> My boy say sorry. Give it to him. Give it to him. He said he's very good with his words. Give it to him, say. Give it to him. He said he's very good with his words. Chooses his words very carefully. So, you know, that's, right. that's why he's a little nervous. See, we see through him. We see through him. There's nothing say. to see through. Me and say, we see it. He is see, very transparent and he's mm. open and you can take him for his word because mm. his words match matches his actions. Okay. He is transparent. I see right through him. I see right through him. Me and say, me and say, we see him. <laughs> Why y'all mad at him? What did he do to you? But be just a gentle soul. Gosh. You, you, st- you stick up for your Mr. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> And in this uh, boxing scene at the end, I said, who, who, who let Jack Sparrow in here? Like, <laughs> um, so she's back home. They do kiss. And she has her dog, Theodore, there. Uh, we have Franklin. And then there's another cat. There's Franklin Graham. There's Graham, Franklin Graham, yes. Mello and Theodore is her Theodore, dog. Theodore, right? yes. That's, that's the fine dog, right? Yes. Yeah, we did find out that she has a pit bull that they wouldn't allow in the apartment because mm-hmm. it's a pit bull, um, which was interesting. You know, more more apartment related uh, dog shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> Something reminiscent of last year. At least they let four dogs in this apartment. Well, that's okay? what I'm saying. I don't think they they probably don't. There probably was a pet fee that they did not pay. <laughs> that's right. That's what you, that's what y'all should have done, Chris and Nicole. <laughs> right. Well, I, I think that's probably what they did from what Nicole told us. Right, yeah. So um, so they're decorating for their 90s-themed housewarming party. She feels so recharged because she is an introvert, which she is going to make sure to tell us multiple times from here on out. Do I have to say anything about the attire at this, at this party and how <laughs> uh, interesting it was? It was a choice. Yeah. Hmm. i'll just say i'll leave it at that (laughs) and so uh michael did say it was good for him to get back into the swing of work we get a confessional he missed chloe a lot and he could tell like she has a renewed like sense of energy about her and he wants to make sure she does feel secure and safe around him uh they got some pizza and they're like pizza for good causes like the the specific pizzas they got donated to specific causes He's so, he has enough, such Michael. a good enough. He has such a good heart. Enough. Enough, <laughs> Michael. We get it. You're a superman. We get it. He is just yeah. really thoughtful and just he just makes sure, you know. What what is lingering beneath the surface? Because there's gotta be something going on with this guy. He cannot be this this nice. Where, where are the bodies? His friends say he's a people pleaser. That's his worst quality. Brother. Where are the bodies in the basement? Someone go search this man's house. <laughs> Something uh, something's got to be off for him to be this outwardly pleasant. Me and Say, we see it. Me and Say, Sar, we there. Did you notice he was drinking bourbon straight? Who, Mike? Michael. <laughs> no, I didn't. And so yeah, he had he had already he was already sipping on a glass, and then he re he re poured, and then on after party he said he was very lit. No, so yeah, I think yeah, he yeah so. <laughs> uh, it got him, <clears throat> and so. Uh, then we get, uh, their friends arriving. And so her friends arrived, his friends came and they asked like, Oh, how's married life been? And she's like, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm an introvert and he's a full blown extrovert. 
And, you know, I've, I've been overwhelmed and I've sobbed on many occasions and he just swoops in and saves the day. She's like, we did take some time apart. And his friends are like, thinking y'all just got married. (laughs) I I love that shot of Paige looking over at Chloe. Like you did what? Right. So my friend. Mm. Paige is a real one. So I'm pretty sure Paige was the one at the Dr. Pepper when Dr. Pepper surprised him telling him he was rematched. He's like, so what you mm-hmm. gonna do? Oh, what you gonna do different this time? Right. <laughs> Why should we trust you this time when you messed up last time, Dr. Pepper? And Dr. Pepper's Paige. like, we're gonna pick someone that's sweet. Paige will call you out in a heartbeat. Don't mess with Paige. Right. Um, and so you know, he says he did check in with her and stuff, and um his friends had a confessional saying, like, you know, they're questioning why she had to justify why they needed so much time apart or why they, she had to justify so much why they needed time apart. And so we get this, the segment of like him talking to her friends and her talking to his friends. And so when his friends were talking to her, uh, she said like, nothing has presented itself as a challenge at this point. She does ask them for advice about navigating him when he's not at his best self. And they were just like, there's no such thing as over communication. So just make sure you speak your mind. Um, they also said, but also don't let him show you what he, just what he wants you to see. Um, don't let him get away with that. And uh, we get a confessional from Chloe. He's like, well, unfortunately, we're both people pleasers to the max. <laughs> to the max. <laughs> Ding. And so then uh, when he's with her friends, they ask, uh, you know, if he had questioned her needing time away. He's like, he trusted they did what they needed to do to put their best foot forward. And it's like here, of course, he's going to give them like, he's not going to like, yeah, I was like, does she even like me? <laughs> like, he wasn't going to come at them like saying anything that they would be like, oh, that's a red flag. We need to go back and tell Chloe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and I'm sure your your best friend was probably like, mm. Perfect answer once again. Mm-hmm. Another, <laughs> another another pageant answer for Michael. <laughs> right. Um, and so um, they they did ask him, have they had in, any disagreements? And Michael's like, yeah, we haven't really found an area yet um, because she's so selfless. And, you know, I don't want her to overextend herself like uh, in those moments. Um, he did it, he did it uh, another time when they were at the beginning of the party. He's like, well, you know, Chloe's so considerate, you know, and I, I'm also, but let's be honest, she's way more considerate than I am. All right, we get it. You're humble. We understand. We get it, brother. You're so jealous of Michael. Oh yeah, so extremely, extremely jealous. Uh, he said it's all about creating the best environment for love to grow, and he feels confident about the level of effort they're both putting into it. But but the real truth is they've they haven't gotten neither one of them have gotten vulnerable enough or gone deep enough to actually have a conflict about anything. Everything right. is kind of surface level right now. That's why you haven't had a conflict. Not because you're both people pleasers, it's because you're too scared to scratch beneath the surface to find any real conflict. Correct. 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 Also, I just wanted to be be crystal clear. I think Michael is amazing, and I don't think Chloe is the one for him. Oh, really? That's news. I I, I didn't understand that for every other thing you said. <laughs> oh, really? No, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> Asia, come on. Like... You obviously hate Chloe and love Michael. 
that is the most obvious thing I think any of us have ever heard. I thought I, I, thought I was. I thought I was like, you know, I thought in you were the fair and balanced. No, you are not. Your bias is showing nice and bright. We see it. Listen, I am an unbiased uh, uh, podcaster. <laughs> yeah. I'm a real journalist that is unbiased. You will not know my true feelings. Does not have a huge crush on Michael and writing <laughs> Michael and Asia on all my notebooks every day, okay? I'm not doing that. <laughs> every episode of Married at First Sight, I'm like, where's Michael, though? <laughs> yeah. If I knew his last name, I would be putting all that on all my notebooks. Asia, Michael's last name. That's what I'd be doing. But I don't know his last name because he's on a television show and they don't release all that information. <laughs> right. Oh. So we get day 12 of marriage. We have fast forwarded time, y'all. We are moving, moving. So day 12 of marriage for Chloe Next episode is going to be one month anniversary. (laughs) Exactly. And so they go to his boxing gym and she, she, it was so subtle. She said, holy smokes. And then she sees the guy boxing. She's like, holy cow. Jesus Lord. (laughs) How old are you? Are you 60? <laughs> like, holy what, what, smokes. What, holy jeepers. I was I was watching going to Jeepers. The, creepers. Oh my jeepers. Oh goodness. Yes. All right, grandma. <laughs> yeah. So oh my goodness. Okay. So he wraps her hands so they can prepare to box and stuff. And she says it's it's so such a turn on to see her husband be so sexy in the ring and she said he got some strong arms. And so she's watching him go. And he's he's good. He's going. He is an athletic man. And so did we. You, did you just slow it down? You're just like, <laughs> go, Michael, go. Mm. You tormented creepy pastor. Go, you get it, Michael. You hit you hit those pads. Oh, you bad boy. You bad like, I don't Jack know why Sparrow. that scene was so long. I watched yeah. it for at least an hour. <laughs> Had to watch it twice. Something, so, you know, my Xfinity messed up again, and it just kept rewinding it and showing it over weird. and over again. Yeah. I don't know why that was. Mm. <laughs> and so, you know, after he's talking to her, wish, wish and- that was me. He was training. Wish that was me. He was <laughs> grabbing, grabbing my hips. Show me how to box. Um, he told her, he was like, you remember it's like all in the hips? Because earlier he showed her it was all in the hips. So he, he's like, yeah, remember it's all in the hips. And she's like, oh, he's gyrating again. Gosh. Uh, so then she tells him, she's like, so I did find out one thing. So your friends told me that you're a people pleaser and I'm a recovering people pleaser. And, you know, you've done such a good job being there for me, but I want to talk through what you need from me. He's like, well, I haven't felt the slack that I haven't been able to pick up. Or he's no, he said, I haven't felt that the slack um, that he's had to pick up has been beyond his capacity. Why well, say five <laughs> words? You can say 12. God. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave Michael alone. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You see, yes, he hasn't felt that the slack that he's had to pick up has been beyond his capacity. 
And so she feels like they, if they keep, you know, focusing on making the other happy, they're going to run the risk of like not focusing on their own needs. So <laughs> next, <laughs> next, we got a next time on for them was uh, they're going to be in a sex shop. So it's the, the sex episode for them. Uh, <laughs> we find out next episode, Pastor Cal's directing this one. <laughs> I know. I have an idea, guys. <laughs> like we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna send you to a sex shop. It's one of my favorite ones. It's the one I go to every time I'm in Denver. <laughs> right. I'm like, interesting. Yeah, when I looked at the credits for the next episode, it said director, Pastor mm-hmm. Cal. Yeah. I was like, what? I got the hook up there. They'll let us film in there. <laughs> right. I'm a repeat customer. <laughs> every time I come visit y'all in Denver, that's the next place I go. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So yeah, that's it for them. So what what are you what are you thinking? We were I I was at a one, you were at a two. What are you thinking? Uh, listen, just to just to salvage any hope for this, I'll bump them up to a three. Why not? Wow! Uh, listen, we're going to a sex shop next week. I just can only hope that this brings some some you know spark of something. I don't know that, but I feel like most times when we do these excursions to sex shops is always like a tease it's always like a mm-hmm. we're not having sex yet though like we get a sex box but we're not gonna actually have sex right i just gotta hold i just, I just gotta hold out some hope for this season so i'll make them a three like mm-hmm. give me something people come on yeah i'll go up to a two so mm-hmm. we're at a two and a half yeah but listen listen chloe don't be running off again okay Please. That, that was, that's my that fear. Cool. That's my yeah. fear is like she did it once. It was great. She felt rejuvenated. She's going to start making it a habit that that's something she needs to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need another recharge, you know? Cold. And then here, co- two days. Here, comes, here comes Dr. Pepper. You know, me and my husband live separately. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> that's a great idea. Right. You. She said, don't knock it. Doesn't mean your marriage is failing. It just means, you know, you need, you need some time apart. Nothing, nothing wrong have- with that different needs so uh so yes that that's it that's it we made it through we, we did it, it. We, we did we it was a two-hour episode i'm proud of us i, I thought I know. I, you know this could this could have been a record for this for the shortest podcast but you know hey <laughs> we aim to please and get you all we two whole the, hours yes if we were in the business of uh going back it through and getting rid of an unnecessary stuff we'd probably be at an hour and a half <laughs> Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. (laughs) Uh, But thank y'all so much for sticking with us. We will be back to talk about episode 19 next week. It should be a good one. So come back. (laughs) If you're thinking about giving up, come back. It's going to be some drama here. So uh, so come on back. Yeah. Uh, Jason, where can people keep up with you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J-A-Y-R-1085. Um, in these podcasting streets, you have, of course, heard about the Love is Blind podcast that uh, that I'm filling in for for Asia this season with Mary Kwiatkowski. Um, this most recent episode, we had Isaiah, a.k.a. 8-Ball, on the podcast where we tortured Mary with our bad takes. <laughs> uh, so check us out there. You can get that podcast in the same place you get this podcast and love for a site feed. You can also get it on the same YouTube. So very easy to find. Check us out there. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of fun over there. Um, Asia, what's going on in your world? Yeah, y'all can follow me on all social media at Asia Like Asia. That's A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. And you can find me here every week talking about Married at First Sight. 
Um, and you can go follow the Malshi Poo sisters on TikTok. Um, you know, I, I miss their presence in here today. They're downstairs with their uncle, their uncle Aston. And, uh, you know, it feels lonely not having them sleep at my feet. Like what, how do I podcast? How, how, how can we get their whole podcast without you being distracted by Pepper and her cinnamon doing something cute? You just see this right here. Oh my gosh. I can see her little <laughs> belly. Oh my gosh. Your little carrots. You carrots. How can we get? Uh, how can we have got a whole podcast without that? Oh, I know it's very I missed odd. It. I missed yeah. it. So I missed. I missed a pre-podcast. Uh, trying know. to calm, trying to calm them down. Like, okay, guys, here's your treats. Calm down now. <laughs> Mommy's got a podcast. <laughs> I know it was, it was. It was odd, and and I got the option too. My brother was like, "You taking them with you? Or you leave them Please down take here? them. Please take them." <laughs> Like I'll, I can leave them down here. Oh, great! <laughs> you, you were like you were like Chloe, and he was like Michael. I was like, yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah I totally want to babysit. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like I think it was good for both he and I. <laughs> All he's doing is playing my PS Five. So. <laughs> Oh, I don't... Every now and then he throws something for one of them to grab when they bring it to him. Like, all right, get out of here, you mutt. <laughs> Try to play 2K over here. <laughs> Literally, that is exactly what he's playing. Uh, okay, well, thank y'all so much for sticking with us. Um, like I said, we'll be back next week. Make sure you, you go join the Facebook group, a Perfect Match Podcast, where the face the password this week is Recovering People Pleaser. Also, make sure you go subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed. And uh, we'll be back next week. And so we will see y'all then. Bye. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what? they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus